Podcast, the return season two. What's up, my dedicated? Well, I don't even know if I have any dedicated left at this point because, well, this is the reboot, the return of the comedy remix. And uh, I'm your host, Sterling Scott. And today I have the phenomenal, the beautiful, the one and the only Harley Blaze. Hey, you guys. And what a perfect name for what we're doing now with the podcast. So the Comedy Reject has got a little bit different, guys. Uh, I'm combining the Comedy Reject with another show that I used to have, which is called the Half Gram Challenge, which on the Half Gram Challenge, what we did was we got fucked up. We would smoke weed and we talk about the weed and we'd grade it. So I'm going to take the grading of the weed, the industry and conversations of the other podcasts, and we putting this together. And... This is episode number one, season two. And uh, I couldn't have brought a better guest. I have been fortunate enough to be on many of her uh, podcasts and uh, episodes. And, you know, you've just seen so much success lately. And, you know, first of all, hi. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Uh, introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are. Yeah. What's up, you guys? I'm Harley Blaze. So I've been in the entertainment uh, industry for a long time. I've been dancing. At first, I was a stripper. I pretty much worked all across Canada. And then I started a little bit of a YouTube channel. And eventually, it grew into a little bit bigger. And then obviously, COVID happened. OnlyFans, that's been something I kind of peeked my toes into. Mm. And now I have my whole foot in it. Um, so yeah, you know, and then camming, I do a little bit of everything. I'm everywhere. That, a little bit. That, yeah. <laughs> now, hold on. First thing I want to ask is, uh, cause you're a very open yeah. with being uh, a stripper. And yeah. sometimes when I talk to other dancers or strippers, I have to use other terms cause they seem to take it as derogatory. Like they're like, I'm a dancer or I'm an exotic dancer or I'm a entertainer. Uh, is there a proper way to address it? Or do you just be like, yo, I'm a stripper. Honestly, I say, yo, I'm a stripper, but yes, there is exotic entertainer. Some girls just say dancers. You know, I think it depends on the person more. But I think that if you let that offend you, you know, maybe maybe you shouldn't be doing that job. And and that's the thing. That's the thing that a lot of people um, are probably thinking. Yeah, because I know I've talked to a lot of females and a lot of females have the fantasy of being a stripper. Oh yeah. But they never have the balls to get up and do it. Yeah. You know, hundred <laughs> percent. and uh, I mean, no pun intended, but um, it, it's, I think it's a beautiful art. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's been around forever, yeah. but like, I don't think it's a demeaning thing, but I do think it's dangerous because men are creeps and you're dealing with sexuality and sexuality is human beings at their most, honest and vulnerable yeah and um a lot of people are fucked up yeah and i'm pretty sure you've had to deal with fucked up people like where is your line where you're like no fucking that's you've you've gone too far like have you had somebody like uh come to you with a fantasy and an idea something where you're like what the listen whatever whoever hurt you Whoever hurt you, <laughs> you need to find them yes. because that can't happen. Oh, yeah. So what? Tell me about that. Honestly, well, a lot of things have has happened because I worked pretty much all across Canada. So every bar in every province is a little bit different, has different rules. I like the, the pinky. Mm. <laughs> Even like a um, sassy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Even like in the same city, sometimes some bars can have different rules. So, you know, I would say. Um, you know, I understand what you mean about dangerous, but the dangerous part is more like the drunk people than necessarily the sexuality of it. I think mm. when you're dancing with really drunk customers, you know, that's when sometimes they're more touchy or like they're there trying to blow on your pussy to get like a whiff <laughs> of your smell. Wait you a know? minute. You're telling me that there's a boomerang effect yes. that you can go and the breath will come back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a 
kidding, I swear. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm 40 years old. I've been having sex for a long time. Never in my life have I heard that you could boomerang the scent off of a vagina. Yes, you can. And 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 the fact that somebody is that creepy, they're like, I need to smell it. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Or like the little flashlight. Sometime we used to throw out, you know how we throw posters and magnets in Alberta yeah. when you're a future entertainer. Well, we used to have um, those little lights and it's like a little pocket light, I guess. You can put it on your keychain or something. And uh, they used to like flash the little light at your pussy and like, you know, <laughs> so they like were that. they were like, it's too dark. I need. Yeah. I need ample lighting. Yeah. Can we get some more lights on in here? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still laughing at the boomerang scent. That's so like you be dancing and you just feel and you're oh, like, what yeah. the hell are you? But like jury, but in Alberta, isn't it that we, well, this must have happened in some other province. Cause don't we have like the six foot rule or some garbage yeah, like that? Explain well, that to me. What is that rule? Okay. So it depends when your clothes are off. There's the six foot rule. When you have your clothes on, you're allowed to be closer. You All right. Know? Explain to the people what that means. Cause they don't know what we're saying. Like, okay. So, what is the six foot rule? And yeah. what do you mean when you say close off six foot rule? Okay. So basically like everywhere out East it's contact clubs. So they can touch your breasts. They can touch your hips, your butt. You know what I mean? And out in Alberta, there's no contact. So they can't touch you at all. They can't grab you, anything like that. Um, it's more of a show. You know, you observe with your eyes and enjoy. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like that's one thing. Out east, they can touch you. So now they're trying to touch your uh, punana, you know? <laughs> um, so that's one thing. But can you then, say that one more time, please? The punana. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it sound so beautiful Aww. and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> they the want to touch the punana. The French accent, you know. Sorry, keep going, keep going. <laughs> they want to try to touch the punana. Yes. And then out here, what I personally like about it is they can't touch. So, you know, you're not getting, um, you know, 20 to 40 different men touching your body you know like out east you think about it okay so you you go to the bathroom you hold your dick you take a piss you kind of pee on your hand a little because you're drunk then you come out and you're like hey harley let's go for a dance then you're there grabbing my tits you know next thing you know now i'm taking another dude in the back room and now this one now he wants to try to lick my nipples okay and then and then wait, it gets even better. And then and then he kind of does a little and I'm like, OK, you can't do that. You know, <laughs> then the next guy after tried to do the same thing. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a bit of a chain of uh, it, it gets kind of nasty. So I, yeah. I do appreciate the Alberta Strip Club. It sounds that, like you, know? you could have got a lot of COVID off of your titties. You yes. could have been patient zero. Yes, Just exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Murphy. I you know, I never thought about that. Yeah. Right. Like I never yeah. thought about um like how many people you uh dance within a night because i yeah. know here's a fun fact guys as a comedian here's what i've never even thought about like how you're talking about like how nasty they are mm -hmm. as a comedian at the end of a show i gotta shake a bunch of people's hands mm -hmm. and i would shake anywhere from 50 to 100 people's hands at the end of a show yeah and your hands look normal go and wash your hands it comes out black and uh, it just shows how nasty it is. Like, you don't know what these people have been doing. Yeah. And, and now, but you do know, like, when you're in the strip club that they paid to see your punana. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. That is the best word ever. I know. I've been using it a lot lately. I, I like it. It's I, I swear I want to have like an ASMR of you just being like, would you like to see my punana? And that's how I want to just have my show open. And it's like the comedy reject. Do you want to see my punana? Like, <laughs> that would be the best soundbite ever. Oh <laughs> so it's like that, 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 so that's, um, you've never been afraid or been in a situation where you've been like, oh shit, this might be the guy that puts me in a garbage bag in his trunk of his car. Um, yes. I mean, probably. I mean, there's a lot of weird situation that has happened to me in the past, you know, flipping upside down to do like a handstand and shake the booty. And the guy's like, 
You know what I mean? Like uh, that. He tried to eat the groceries. Yes, he tried. He tried to eat the groceries. Yes, and like the men are nasty. The bag too. You know. Um, oh yeah and then like you know guys like they, they want to massage my feet or something that's another one you know I, I'll always remember this. foot fetishes yes this one guy in New Brunswick so I give him a dance and in New Brunswick in between each songs you ask do you want to do you want another song mm-hmm. do you want to keep going you know and then he's like yeah I'll keep going if you take your boots off so I'm like but I got the socks under he's like perfect I'm like okay <laughs> so then uh, I take the I start take the boot off you know don't mind my winter socks, guys. We're in Canada. It's cold. I, I'm not. A, I, I'm more impressed that that, <laughs> that you just got it up like that. You just like, and then I get the boot up. Because this is why I can't be no dancer. Because I'd be like, hold on, let me get this song up. Yeah. Uh, you want to help me? Then it's uh, <laughs> oh, I keep because I always make the joke. I'm four abs away from being a male stripper, yeah. but uh, those four abs are far, far away. And so, <laughs> but like, still. <laughs> Like, so the person wanted your shoes off. Keep going. Yes. So then uh, he starts massaging my feet and rubbing. And guys, I'm telling you, you do not want to smell a stripper's socks underneath those stripper boots. Okay. It's really gross. Oh, um, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be the punana. No. That would be stink. No. Hey, we keep that shit clean. We keep that shit clean. Okay. There's even a little spray. Sometimes girls are like, Psh, you know, get out like, of here. Are yeah. you telling me there's a pussy spray? Yes, there's a pussy spray. Uh, yeah. What is it name? What's the name, Ren? I can't remember. You don't want to give me the secrets. Know. I get yeah. it. No, see, no, I just don't that's, see, that's unfair, man. Because you guys have a pussy spray. Because <laughs> you know why men can't have no ball spray? Because we're nasty. Oh. And if we had a ball spray, we would never shower. Yeah, like it right? would just be like shower. Yeah. A ball spray. That would be our commercial. You'd be like, hey guys, nice game. I'm gonna hit the showers. <laughs> Shower. <laughs> Ball spray and it's like, and then the guy the guy goes to the bar and the guy already has two ladies with him and he's like, what? How did you get the ladies? And he's like, early bird gets the worm. Men's ball spray like that's oh God, that. that so by Menon like that would be the God. end of the commercial. So okay, he wants you to get the sock. Oh my God, yeah. you know why it's it's weird because like if it stinks, I've met guys who are like that's better. Mm. Yeah, like they're like, I like it stinky. I wonder why. Um, they're got a lot of issues mm. in their life. <laughs> they like to be degraded, maybe, and like, you know, like feel right. And I don't I don't wanna shit on a kink. Yeah. Oh, right? I'm not no I'm I'm sex positive, no kink shaming. But kinks interest me because what happened in your life? That made this sexual to you. Hey, I heard before that having a foot fetish uh, kink is maybe because they used to jerk off with their socks. Oh, right. Growing up, it was their first love. Like and the first thing they ever came in was a sock. So now they're like, oh, my God. Right. That's that's exactly the face I did when I heard that. I was like, oh, see, yeah. I didn't I didn't jerk off in no socks. You know what I mean? I had to, I, why- I didn't do my own laundry. I didn't know who was going to see that shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, no, I didn't jerk off in this. I never. Wow. Mom, don't touch that sock. Yeah. It's standing <laughs> up on its own. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> mm. So funny. That's creep. That's crazy. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, they used to jerk off with their socks on. Yeah. Okay. And then try that to suck in on my toe and stuff. Like, man, yeah. I've, that's I've always weird because, of- like, in the movies, they make it seem so romantic. They mm. just suck on the toes. <laughs> but like, when you take your socks off, there's lint. Yes. I'm like, how romantic is it that you're like? There's nothing romantic oh, about that. Yeah. But that's. The thing, there's a thing like I know people who that's their thing. Yeah, like 100%. they, they, uh, there's comedians that I've met and, uh, they are female comics who went on and they do foot fetish videos and they're like, yeah, I would do it. It's the, the funniest one was, uh, there's a comedian named Kathleen McGee. Uh, she's a hilarious Canadian comic, Kathleen McGee. You go look her up at, uh, Kathleen McGee. I think that's what it is. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she uh, told me she had an amazing story where she's like, uh, she had an OnlyFans and a guy was paying her $50 US to pretend to be a giant. So she yeah. would have to put the phone on the ground giant and then fest. go. Rah! <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing. And then you go like this. You're like, oh, you little tiny man. <laughs> you, you squish him in between your tits, you know, and then you. You put him on your tongue, you lick it. Mm, you know, you do. Yeah, for real. That's the thing. Giant test. 
I'm telling you, after going to the Avian Awards, I've heard it all. I've seen it all. Well, almost. The Avian Awards? Could you yeah. tell me what that is? So the Avian Award is basically like a the the Grammy of movies, but for porn. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like big the, one of the biggest porn convention and award that goes on. Mm. Yeah. Where is it held? It's uh, in Las Vegas. Okay. Las Vegas. So yeah. you went down there and what did you see? Tell me about it. So, well, I was nominated three years in a row for favorite cosplay cameo. Hey, hey. congratulations. What was your thank cosplay you, character? You. Well, I, I cosplay a bunch of things. Okay. Yeah. I love Harley Quinn, but I cosplay all kinds and of And I've seen your Harley Quinn. Oh, it's phenomenal. Thank you. Uh, if you guys don't know, which obviously you don't, uh, me and Harley used to work together um, as I was hosting uh, the Family Feud, Filthy Feud, Feud in the same club that Harley worked at. Yeah. And uh, that's how we met and became friends. So uh, now her journey's taking a different path. And I was like, well, let's get a hot girl on the reboot who's going on a journey and yeah. see how that goes. And well, that's a good you. way to start it back. Yeah. And speaking of which, you went from dangerous feet smellers, <laughs> right? And then now you, um, you went through something that made you say, you want to stop for a bit. Like you wanted to change direction. Yeah. Tell me about that. Like what, 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 what direction were you going in that you then said, I want to turn away from. Mm -hmm. And now what direction are you going in? Okay. Okay. Well, um, first of all, I've been dancing for eight years, probably uh, maybe, yeah, eight years now. So it's going to be nine years in June, but I haven't danced right now for about seven months. Mm -hmm. Um, so when COVID started, obviously all the clubs were shut and stuff like that. So that was kind of like a bit of my test of what would happen if I stopped dancing and I go full-time online, mm -hmm. you know, only fans, many vids, camming, um, you know, and also like, all that stuff, you know, just online YouTube, you know, and I started taking my YouTube channel a lot more serious. What's your YouTube channel name? Uh, I have Harley Blaze and I also have Harley Blaze interview. So I had the uh, channel Harley Blaze, but then I started doing some dirty interviews on it and then it got my channel demonetized. So I started another one, Harley Blaze interviews which is all dirty stuff. It's not monetized and I don't care. We swear we have fun. And then I have my Harley blaze, which is a little bit more contained, I guess a little, little bit. Mm, just, and, enough uh, to, just enough to stay yeah, on the platform. Yeah, exactly. I respect that. Yeah. And then like right now I'm just basically taking a bit of a break still. I went back to dancing when, uh, the restrictions were gone uh, during the summertime. But now that the restrictions are back up, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I personally don't want to wear a mask you know, at the strip club and then have to do my makeup. You put a mask, you go on stage, you take it off, you do your makeup again, you put your mask back. Like it's a constant makeup and mask. And it's really bad for the skin. First of all, I'm an esthetician, guys. It's not very healthy for the skin. But, you know, I just and I'm also doing so well online right now that I'm like, hey, like I make more money dancing so far um, than I do online. But right now with my online, I can afford to pay my bills. I'm still making a little bit of money and I'm really enjoying it. You know, and I'm spending more time at home, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like I just got a little puppy, so I'm able to enjoy her, you know, and things like that. So I'm um, right now I'm really just enjoying online and seeing where that goes, you know, and I um, I was doing my interviews for a while. Harley Blaze interviews and they're more like a compilation style. So I sit down with um, well, actually, let me back this up just a little bit. So I started with doing stripper interviews. Because I work with so many women in the industry that are so amazing and inspiring, really. Like people see strippers, I feel like maybe that's not quite it, but I feel like people see strippers a lot like they see in movies and all taboo. And like at the end of the day, we're still human beings. We're awesome people. A lot of us have other things going on on their side. A lot of us were doing other things before we were strippers, too. You know what I mean? So I really get to sit down and get to know the strippers and ask them personal questions and what they were doing before and how they're enjoying it now and how they chose their stripper name. And it was really fun, but it kind of inspired me to do now the dirty interviews, which I sit down with the girls and I get down with the dirty. You know, I ask all the dirty questions. What's a dirty fun. question? You know, do you like anal? Would you have period sex? You know, questions that are kind of taboo that nobody mm. really wants to ask, but that are things that you know people genuinely kind of want to know and it's well good. do you like anal yes i do and do you like period sex oh yes i do are you single yes i am what the hell is wrong <laughs> with this world i don't know <laughs> 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 now that's a that's something that is 
as a comedian, mm-hmm. uh, people think I'm funny all the time, right? Like, yeah. uh, my funny is is my gift to the world, but it's yeah. also my gift that I choose to give whenever I choose to. Yeah. And when I am alone or with people that I'm comfortable with, I'm not necessarily funny. In fact, I'm probably the most quiet of the crew. And uh, like one of my friends was like, uh, they asked him, they go, oh, you hang out with Sterling. Uh, You know, you've you've seen him before. Be easy. Big black dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in my interviews. Right. Okay. So be easy. Somebody asked him one day, they go, oh, man, it must be so amazing to be Sterling's friend like that close to him. And he goes. Actually, no, it's not. <laughs> it's like you don't know what you're going to get with Sterling. One day he might take you to a, an abandoned farm and shoot guns and then run away. And another day he might just be sitting in his living room and not talk to you at all. And so the reason why I say that is uh, when you go to work, when you're at the club, you have to put on sexuality the same way I got to put on comedy. When I go on to my club gigs, when I come home, I turn the comedy off. Yeah. That does not affect personal relationships with me. But when you turn this, when you come home, do you turn the sexuality off or is the sexuality constantly on for you? Like, like, do you struggle with your relationships because of the fact that when your partner wants to be intimate, you're not into it because of the fact that like you, this is work. Yeah. Like, how do you differentiate passion between paycheck yeah see so that's a reason why i wouldn't be an escort i have nothing wrong against it but i don't think that i could have sex for a living and then go home and have a man and then have sex again you know so that's why like my videos like yes i do porn but my life is more like zach and miri makes a porno like i basically make porn with my friends so it's a great time you know like it's not explain that they don't know what you mean by i make porno with my friends well like we turn on the camera we come up with a concept and we you know we we have fun and you you're typically female female is what i mean like yeah like that's what i mean when i say like your friends because when someone says i do porn they immediately are assuming that your friend is a male yeah no girls it's usually girls so you're more comfortable so why is it that I know you've said this to me already, but yeah. I want the people to hear it because yeah. you said that, you know, uh, you don't want to take porn uh, any further than just doing it with your female friends. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. And why is that? Well, exactly. Because of the whole relationship thing. Right. So I'm already a dancer. I'm already a stripper. I've tried dating and being a stripper. It's really hard. Um, and then coming back to your whole, uh, how do you cut the horny off kind of thing? Or do you, yes, I'm a very horny person when I'm in a relationship, but when I'm not, when I'm really horny, I'll make videos and stuff. But yes, that's one thing I feel like online, like, uh, people will constantly think I'm always horny, sending me dick pics and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I have those moments throughout the day where I'm super horny still because I am a human being and I am a horny human being. But there are times where I'm not, you know, and I'm I'm chilling, watching Netflix, playing with my dog, having a coffee. Um, but yeah, and, and for the whole video thing, I make videos with my girlfriends. And then the odd time, if I feel like I want to, you know, I need a male to do a uh, perform um fellatio video, you know, uh, I, I usually just do them with my my girlfriend's husband. So it's always in the group, friends. Um, I would not personally feel comfortable, uh, you know, necessarily fucking on camera because that's that's just a little bit different. It's like, yes, I'm bisexual, I would say, but I want to be with a man long term. So fucking with a girl on camera, it's great. I love it. Fucking with a girl in front of a man. It's great. I love it. Fucking with a girl by myself. It's not my thing. You know what I mean? So that's why I feel like in a sense, it's not as um, as bad, maybe in, in my head. Right. Maybe it's kind of all the same. But in my head, it's not as bad that I'm just making videos with my friends. Um, if I start making videos with a bunch of dudes that I don't know for big companies that will pay me a thousand dollar and now profit from the video for the rest of my life. You know, I'm not I'm just not uh, that's just not my thing. I don't think I'm ready to go that route. Mm. Is it a bad thing? Fuck no. Did I consider doing it before? Yeah, I have thought about it. And, you know, I just came to the conclusion I'm not quite ready for that yet. Am I saying I'll never do it? No, definitely not. Am I planning on doing it? Not really. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Okay. That's, see, and that's like you're hitting a lot of the things that people want to know 
because it's um your world is shrouded in taboo mystery you know fantasy there's so much and uh, a lot of it is what the movie's made up and that's why i wanted to ask those questions and i'm so glad that you answered them so well because uh the biggest question uh, that I love that you answered right there was that you don't have a problem with uh, you don't see porn as bad, but that's not for you. And why I love that is because people assume that if you're a stripper, that you're all of these terrible. All, I don't say yes. sorry, not terrible, no. but all of these things. Yeah. And what the problem is, they uh they 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 objectify you in a way that sometimes yes. you're not uh okay with where it's like in alberta where it's like don't touch me and it's like oh but you know i'll give you more money let yeah. me sit on my face come home with me yeah oh please just let me oh just let me lick it once yes you know? like yes. oh yeah and like, they think that they're gonna have their own porno you yeah. know what I mean? like, oh yeah and let, so, use my cop for content i get that one all the time yes of use course my cop for content and i now look i'm a little different i'm uh i'm a it's not i've never done it i've never yeah. done it the dick pic yeah is it for the record yes or no to the dick pic it's both i'm sorry it, it's hard. Listen, listen it's not that it's a bad thing to send a dick pic. it's a bad thing to send an unsolicited dick pic. okay Explain the difference for my viewers that are listening right now, laughing and hitting the speakers. Women write, because I have uh, dedic my dedicated 40. I know when I uh, the, they hear that it's coming, my dedicated 40 is listening, and I love you. And I know the females right now are slapping the, the tables, being like, yes, yes, an unsolicited dick pic. Now, explain what you mean for my dumbass men friends. Hey, so if a girl asks you for a dick pic, send one. If she does not ask for a dick pic, do not send one. And there it is, man. It's pretty simple. Pretty simple, guys. I, I don't think I would send one even if they asked. Yeah. If they ask me, I tell them you got to see this bad boy in person. There I just I don't want my dick on the Internet. Like once you send yeah. your dick out there, you may think you just send a text message until you try to run for president. Yeah, and all of a sudden right? your text messages from 96 pop up in a blurry <laughs> dick photo. where they're like, is this not oh your dick, God. Mr. President? And it's like, I don't want that. No. <laughs> Anything you do, it stays out there. Very and so true. I don't want my dick on the Internet. Yeah. And so I've never sent a dick pic in my life and I won't. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just it's. um. And that's one thing I see. If your dick's impressive, do you need to send a dick pic? Like, uh, have you seen really impressive dicks? Yes, I have. Okay. And when it's unsolicited, even if it's a nice dick, I'm still like, bro, like, yes, you have a nice dick, but I didn't ask you for it. So it's still rude. It's considered rude, guys. So, like, have some manners, have some respect for the ladies of the industry. Yeah, before you, know? you put your dick. <laughs> yeah in the phone oh. and send a picture have and some manners please please one thing if you're gonna send a dick pic do not send it sitting on the toilet okay with the toilet bowl <laughs> in the back or or on the counter of the kitchen counter and then you see the toilet in the back like that's not hot make it a nice dick pic at least like in the bed like a nice little angle like what's a what's a good what's a good angle for this one down there this one down there oh yeah so do you want it where they can so do you want it where they're like looking the penis is pointing out this way yeah you want to see the balls a little bit on the bottom you want to see ah so you want a little bit of balls because there was a comedian that i work with this is a true story um i'll never forget this this guy had hired a photographer to take dick pics of him and it's pictures of him, his body, his whole body, and his dick. I'm cool with that. So he's like posing, like Ooh. he's got like he's got like poses. Yeah. And like, he keeps them in his phone. And <laughs> so we're sitting down. Yes, he has poses like it. that. Like the George Costanza, <laughs> but with his dick. So we're sitting down at the table, and all I hear is this lady go, You have dick pics in your phone? And he goes, Yes, but I only show them if you want to see them. Did you see them? Uh, no. No. Oh, I was going to say, was he hard at least? Like, a I, nice well, he was off. definitely hard. Yeah. But because uh, she said it was impressive. Oh. Uh, I fell over laughing because I'm like, you hired another human being 
so that they can say, all right, listen, here's what I'm going to pay you a few bucks to uh, get my balls, my face and my chest all in the shot. I see what you mean, but hey, <laughs> girls do it. Well, it's different. Women bodies are beautiful. Like yeah, a naked I, woman comes out of the ocean on a clamshell. <laughs> a man is like a dog in a bush. Ah, I, I kind of <laughs> agree. But on my side of things, I'm a woman, so I do appreciate a man's body. What right? do you like? But now what? Huh, OK, so like this is the thing. What's still good looking, just as good looking as a pussy. I mean, realistically, if you pussy's me, ugly. But a pussy and a dick is kind of ugly. You yeah, know, they they're are. the same. Like I think that's why they're so low, so that we don't see them. I think that's why they're covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're good looking. No. I think the female body is good looking. Yeah. I think men are awkward and weird looking. Like at what? Balls are. Balls are. <laughs> yeah, balls are weird. Balls and are definitely assholes. Yeah, I don't have any of those. Thank huh? God. No, I'm not a hairy you person. Don't have balls? I mean, <laughs> it just makes my dick look huge. <laughs> <laughs> but like um now where so we've 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 got to know who you are, mm-hmm. right? We've got to know the journey you were on. Now, where is the next step? Where is the where's the next game for Harley Blaze? Well, that's a question. That's a good question. Um, I am kind of moving on from interview style to kind of a podcast myself, um, which it's kind of already a podcast, but um, the way it is. So basically, I originally did my dirty interviews on Harley Blaze interview on YouTube. Um, I originally did those ones uh, wanting to, you know, it was during COVID. The strip clubs were closed. Everybody was bored. Um, when I was at the AVN Award, I'll always remember this guy who came around. I'm still good friends with him now. Uh, he did this video. It was, uh, does size matter? Asking porn stars if size matters. And I kind of uh, took a bit of that as an inspiration and also my dirty interview or my stripper interviews mm-hmm. to sit down with hot girls. I mean, I have access to so many beautiful women. I was like, let's sit down and ask dirty questions. And what it really came down to is make me realize how everybody is so different. So, you know, it's good to sit down and ask because you you never truly know what someone's into until you ask them. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say that there was kind of like we I've been so into this conversation that I kind of made a goof. We didn't smoke no weed. No, I know. I we was didn't like, smoke I was no like, weed. I looking at it. So, I was like, what are we going to make? We're going to go into a little bit of overtime. All yeah. right. And uh, which is appropriate for the episode return. Let's do it. So what I brought with me today is quite simple. I brought some citrique. This is uh, a type of weed grown by it's a hybrid grown by a local grower here in Edmonton. I'm not going to say his name until he lets me know that it's OK, because you know how it is in the streets. And uh, I also have a little bit of hash, a little bit of, you know, wet hash and some grabba. My my Jamaican people, hot grabba, hot grabba, hot grabba. <laughs> and um, let's build up our thing. Let's do it. As we would say in Scarborough, let's build up our thing as is smoke. And continue on this amazing conversation. We're going into overtime with the Harley Blaze interview on the Comedy Reject Return. Let's light up, man. Uh, Now, I'm going to start grinding up some weed. I'm going to ask you, um, let the people know where they can find all of your stuff and what is it that you do on your channels. Like Mm -hmm. explain, because I got to be on Harley Blaze interviews. Let the people know about the Harley Blaze interviews and where they can find it while I crush up this weed. Sounds good. So basically I started doing, uh, like I said, dirty interviews with my hot stripper friends. And then, um, well, it kind of did really good on my first channel, but it was on Harley Blaze. It was like getting thousands of views within like, you know, a couple days. So I was like, okay, this is it. I found what I like to do. Like, this is fun. And plus when I'm editing them, I just have such a good laugh, you know, like, People I get on there are literally hilarious. You can find everything on YouTube. And uh, yeah, I then it, it kind of went through other things. I started doing guys. So, you know, I know comedians. I know like all kinds of cool people. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a guy version because it's nice. And like I said, it gets to really I feel like it's kind of educational. It's kind of like sex education, you know. So even for myself, I'm sure I learned a lot of things asking those questions, the girls and guys. And now um, I'm doing uh, two last uh, interviews with girls. I'm in the process of posting the last interviews with guys for now. Um, And I have one more thing that's kind of new couples. 
So I got couples. Ooh, I like that. I yeah. like that. So being like, who likes sex the most? You know, like other question. Now, couple questions. Um, and then after that, I will be moving on to a podcast. So get, you know, I'm sure I'll get you on there. You'll be a guest for sure. And um, so yeah. what's the um, YouTube channel? Uh, so I have Harley Blaze and Harley Blaze interviews. Okay. There's two of them. I uh I I am in a two of those uh episodes. You guys got to check that out. Well, you're they in multiple. You're in all the compilations. Well, that's and true. And you also yeah. have. <laughs> so basically, I did. Um, so one interview is a page from about ten to fifteen question, and I interviewed all kinds of people. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, was I fun interviewed one. all kinds of people. Every single questions, I made one video of. Do you like anal? One video of where is your favorite place to come on? You know, all kinds of questions like that. And then after I released every single episode individually as a compilation, I now um, started posting every full uh, interview. So example, me asking uh, Sterling the 15 question. Well, I now release that as a full episode. Yeah. And, you know, so basically um, I feel like I had a couple comments. People were like, oh, you know, like uh, you look yeah, like you're not listening. You're playing with your hair a lot for the whole like the released one where I release the whole thing. But like I explained to them, you know, some of the interviews, like if I'm asking Sterling is the 20th guy I get on my interview and I ask 20 other guys, do you like anal? And I said to five of them already how it's important you stretch your ass for anal and all that stuff, you know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, there, there's only so many times that I, I have something back to say. So I did kind of get a bit awkward at the end for, for the interviews because I'm wanting to hear people's side of you, not mine. You know, I already said mine five times, 10 times. So now that's why I'm kind of wanting to talk, uh, change to a podcast because I enjoy having conversations with people and not only asking questions, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a big thing is that uh, with me, with the podcast, uh, the original season one comedy reject was really me just finding myself on the podcast waves. And I did a lot of most of the episodes alone, but I found it most enjoyable when I had a guest yeah. and I found that my favorite and what i look forward to is is talking to people and getting to learn and know people mm-hmm. um here you want to take that and yeah squeeze that up one for yourself you want to yeah oh, all right 100%. and then uh um so we're gonna just give us a few seconds people all right uh on the podcast uh the people editing <laughs> this is where we'll take like a five second uh, no forget it we don't tend to take no break no. just keep going you twist up your twist ears yeah. up and then oh, could yeah. you stuff another cone for me yeah 100 because um let me do this yeah you stuff a cone while i uh continue on um so i just want to let you guys know uh, a lot of big things are, are happening right now. Make sure you guys uh, go to SterlingScottLive.com. That's my website to find me at. And uh, the podcast is back on uh, comedy here often. I'm so happy that they reached out because, uh, you know, I enjoyed doing the podcast and it was due to circumstances out of my control, as you guys already know as to what stopped but um one of the things that brought me back to uh wanting to be great was i was watching uh you ever watch the movie um romeo and juliet with leonardo dicaprio Mm -hmm. okay so for anybody who's that old because we had to watch that in high school i had to watch it in high school and there's a scene in it where they say i am fortune's fool and it's the man that gets whatever he wants is also the one that has everything that falls apart around him everything you want destroys you your fortune's fool you know and um i realized how crazy that sentence had to be it just it, that sentence struck me because you know they a fool comes from the term of a comedic a, a, a jester a comedic person and you know fortune's fool and i realized like comedy is pain plus time and so the sufferings in my life allow me to give birth to the gifts that i love to give to the people so through my pain comes my uh gift and so no matter how hard things get i'm never going to leave again because i realize that through pain i can find not only relief for myself but birth to my art and uh i miss this podcast i miss my dedicated 40 i thank 
the people from my dedicated 40 who wrote me and asked me why I'm not coming back. Like some people who never uh, weren't even part of the dedicated 40 just started listening, got to the end and then were like, hey, what's going on? We like you left us on a cliffhanger here, Uh, you know, and more. Yeah. And so it was uh, it was a, a rude awakening, but it was one that allowed me to see that uh, you can make it uh, if you're willing to go the distance, you know? Yeah, 100 percent. Like sometimes all you really need, I feel like, is a little bit of a break. Like same for me in between like my whole dancing and YouTube kind of thing. That's exactly kind of what happened to me. I was myself going through a bit of a hard depression kind of time. A lot of shit was going on in my life. And I found comfort in binge watching YouTube channel and being able to connect with people through their YouTube channel and laughing. And it really inspired me to kind of do that myself for other people and help other people being able to laugh and like, you know, um, engage with people online. Like, it's really nice. So it's good that you're you're doing that. And sometimes it's good to take a break. All right. Thank you so much. Mm. Let's light this motherfucker up. And uh, for anybody laughing at me right now, being like, what is he doing? Just understand <laughs> that when I'm famous and you guys see me do bougie shit, know that I was always that way. Okay? This is called my fava bean. Okay? And they're like, what? That's a roach clip. Yes, it is. But I call it my fava bean because Ooh. I'm a classy bitch. And so, <laughs> and I just think anytime you say the word fava bean, it just sounds like rich people shit. So I when I heard bean. when I heard the word bean, I think of a pussy. Well, yeah. a clitoris. Flick the bean. Yeah, flick that bean. Mm-hmm. I, the way I suck that, I do more than the bean. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of uh, remind me. It gives me the whole Afro man vibe. I yeah. don't know why. <laughs> you met him, didn't you? Yeah, I danced oh, for yeah. Snoop Dogg. I did two. Mm. I did two concert uh, for Snoop Dogg. So I danced in the Calgary concert and Edmonton concert. Got to smoke weed with the one and only. And Afro Man also. Mm-hmm. He's always commenting on my shit now on IG. It's what? funny. Yeah, he's That's good. fucking he lit. He sent me the whole, uh, I was gonna fuck Harley Blaze. Did I got high? Yeah. What? Yeah. You have that. Yes. Oh my That's God. I did too. I was like, oh my God. My That was like. My Where did he sing song. that on? Where did he sing it on? Like he sent it to me. Oh directly. my like, yeah. God. I I'll show you after. Can we, can we upload that? I wonder if we can. Yeah. Oh my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I was going to make love to you. Yeah. And then I got high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to eat your pussy too. And then I got high. La da da da. <laughs> that, that, now I'm jacking off and I know who I ha yeah hey cuz I got ha because I got ha because I got ha <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that is so awesome. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh my you that that is dope. That is iconic. Mm. That's a that's a good highlight to have, like, because that is an iconic song. Like forever and ever, that is one of the songs that will forever define marijuana smoking. Yeah, 100%. And, and the fact that you've got this guy making you a personal song, god damn. Yeah, I knew every single lyrics of uh, Colt 45. Ah, like it was it was ah, the shit. That's a know? classic. Not a lot of people know that one. Like Colt 45 is a classic. Yeah, I had the video like the first uh, Snoop Dogg concert. We walked in and he was literally in the like the room beside us and he was just chilling. We ate chicken wings with him and I brought him weed. I was like, roll a joint for me. I was like, yeah. I was like, Afro Man rolled me a joint. Yeah, that's actually yeah. a pretty uh, thing. Afro Man rolled you a joint. Yeah. That's lit. Mm. I think I fangirl almost a little bit more on Afro Man than Snoop Dogg. Like I was more contained around like Snoop Dogg. I was like normal, you know, like it is at the end of the day, a human, a human being too. Mm-hmm. But Afro Man, there's a little bit of a. You know, like little childhood yeah. came back. I was like, this is cool. This is cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see that happening for sure. Yeah, that is that is lit. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody that if you met them, you think you would fangirl out? Riley Reed. I seen her at the AVN Award and I Ooh, say it again. Riley Reed. You know, oh my God! <laughs> my favorite person. I mean, I love Lana Road too. Oh still. my God! She don't do porn no more, so I respect that. Riley Reed. Mm. Oh my! You know what's worse is that I know who that is. Nothing wrong with that. I know Lana Rhodes too. too? Like she Lana, did. Lana Rhodes. Uh, she was. They. I think she left because she was getting older. Because she no, was doing no, milf. No. Lana Road is young. She's only like twenty four, I think. She left oh, because no, no, 
She is still number one porn star on Pornhub. She only did porn for about eight months in total. She took a break in between her career, but she's probably one of the most successful porn star ever. And eight months, and she was the most successful. What yeah, was different like in her she videos? Took breaks in between. She, you just got to look at her up. The Lana eyes, Rhodes. the little like sweet, innocent, but like naughty girl in the same time. Like she's hot. Holy shit! Yeah. What is your favorite type of porn? Uh, honestly, I go by phases. I used to really enjoy face fucking. I like gangbangs. I like stuff that I don't get to do a lot. I think, you know, you know, yeah. I had, I, I love threesomes. Mm-hmm. I love, I'll watch anal. I watch a bit of everything. I don't watch like, no, that's not true. Cause everything is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. I on don't the, watch a bit of it. I watch the classic, uh, you know? Yeah. I'm boring. Cause, uh. <laughs> There's some ones where I saw like I saw one where it, they have like uh, piss fantasies where they're like pissing a cup Stop. and then make the girl drink it. Stop. And I'm like, nah, dog, I, I don't know what you're going through that that makes you want to jerk off. But, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's you. That's you. That's- when they come in the ass and then they squirt the cum out of the ass and then they make the girl drink the cum. Yeah, I've seen that one. Cockies. Like and then they'll share it with a girl. Yeah, Ugh. I could not. There's just certain ones where it's like it's judge. not for me. I mean, but I do you, baby? Do, do, you. do you, baby? But not over here. Not over here. <laughs> not over here. <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? I think personally, that's why I enjoy gangbang so much. Be- like watching. Because I don't personally think I could do it. But thinking of a bunch of men just taking advantage of you and like making you this little submissive slut. There's something really hot about that. Yeah, that's the thing <laughs> that I hate about society is I'm pretty sure that's hot for a lot of people. And they don't want to like the way that they've been raised and taught and told yeah. how to be. They they uh, uh, reject it as much as they like it. They'll reject it. And I find that people that reject uh, that the people that fight against yeah. the most are usually the ones that like it the most. Yeah. And so they like, you know, you ever see a guy who's like really advocate against gays It's probably because he's gay. Well, this comes back to the whole, uh, you know, hurt people, hurt people. You know Ooh, that's I mean? a deep side. That's yes. a deep line. Yeah, hurt that's people. Hurt people. Yeah, and that's a that's a real true thing. Yeah, even negative comments, all of that stuff. That's what you know. Like I did grow my followings, and you know I, I will get some very rude people, but I got a little bit used to it. Yes, there's always a little part of you that if I wake up and I have I'm having a bad day already, and I see that might make it worse. But I'm learning, you know, to not let it bother me, and that's the biggest thing. Like. Hurt people hurt people. And this person must be so bored to be watching you instead of doing something with their own life. Be mm-hmm. watching you and then feel the need to criticize you. You mm-hmm. know, At the end of the day, that's what it is. If you're a person that feels the need to argue in the comment section, uh, please know that you have a lot more problems in your life. Uh, <laughs> I try to tell I have a friend like that. I have a friend who enjoys arguing in the comment section. And I'm like, listen. You, what I find is that people that argue in the comment section have no real power or control in their actual lives. And so winning that argument is everything to them, even if they're wrong. And also, it's annoying. Also, probably a little bit brainwashed. Maybe they watch too much South Park and think that trolling is funny. Just letting you know, trolling is not funny. It's fucking stupid. And uh, yeah. Don't don't be like that. I definitely think there has to be like something wrong with you if you like yes. trolling. Yes. I don't being, think it's what's the point of it? Like you 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 know what I mean? Like you you Your life is not interesting. Right. Your life is not interesting. So if you're watching this YouTube video and you're like fuck that guy right now and why does he wear that? Yeah, just know that my life is better than yours cuz <laughs> you're talking about mine and I don't even know you. Yeah. Now watch me smoke from this <laughs> motherfucker. Mm. Are we allowed to smoke on YouTube? Is this going to be a... We can't have this on YouTube, you can we? have to cut this part out. This might have to be this the... Is, this is going to be the exclusive part fuck. of your podcast that's going to be on your other, you know? Yeah, you'll have to This cut is why part. I don't like or, or have two channels like me, one monetized, one demonetized, and the demonetized one have all your stuff, you know? So, uh, okay. I'm going to have to look into it. Yeah. Because I had one episode... It used to be okay. I had, um, uh, I had an episode of the comedy... The... the, the Oh God, I'm high. Um, I am too. <laughs> it's good it weed. It's eh? going off because I'm just like taking my time. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm baked already. Yeah, it's good weed. This yeah. Citrique is fire. It's a nice hybrid. I, it's one of my favorites. Uh, and the reason why I like to smoke it is because um, Citrique gives me that kind of high where it's like I can go to work, sleep, 
or do absolutely nothing at all and be content. You know, like yeah. it makes me feel not sleepy, but fucked up. I right. was just going to say, I definitely don't feel sleepy and I definitely feel fucked up. Like it's going to be a great drive home. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's going to be a great drive home. Yeah. I'll be getting home like someone will cut me off and I'll be like, go ahead, Blair, go on ahead. Yeah, get like what you got to get. Yeah. I think I. Uh, stop uh, at this, uh, a four way stop. You mm-hmm. go. Oh, no, you go. Oh, yeah, you can yeah, go. Yeah, you go ahead oh, too. You go. Yeah. Is that a police officer? You go ahead. <laughs> you got the lights on? Damn it. I'm uh, fucked up. Yeah. I'm fucked up. <laughs> nah, man. Um, I fucking uh, love talking to you. And uh, we're going to wrap up just now. Uh, but before we wrap up, I um, I um, have a few requests. Um, here's one of the requests. Uh, I'm ready. That the next time we have you on the podcast, uh, I'd like you, you can say no. I'd like you to uh, <coughs> teach us how to be seductive with yeah. like a dance. Like like how, I don't understand. I don't like lab dances. I don't go for them. Um, I don't like the idea that we can't fuck. And I don't yeah, like. Yeah, a lot of guys say that. And I don't like the idea. I don't like paying for sex. That makes it. Like I like the I, I like that you like me. Yeah, yes. like I like Same when you like me. me. Yeah. So I'm not turned on at strip clubs at all. I'm not I mean, my reputation, like they make fun of me at the strip club because I've never slept with anybody at the strip club. That's um, not a bad thing. Well, I don't care if it was, because if I don't want to do something, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. And um uh I I cause I just look at them as my coworkers, as my friends. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. And I understand Where people do. Yeah, and you're on the clock. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, every time I see you guys, I'd be like, You getting that money? You need yeah. some help? You want me to help hustle up some work for you? Because I'm on your side. I want you to win. But I don't look at you and, and sexualize you. I look at you and be like, how could you get this money? You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah. That, them, them titties that's gonna work for you. But I don't see it as sexual because that's not titties for me. That's titties for work. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it no, I get what you're saying. And so like, a lot of guys say that, too. They're like, man, I'm sorry. I just I really like I can't, you yeah. know. But if you go to the strip club, um, please understand, spend money in some way. Don't go to the strip club broke. Guys, Don't go to the strip club with no money. You I made spend a, some money. Yeah, I made a video on uh, my YouTube channel, Harley Blaze. Uh, with Melina Combat, who is one of the best stripper I've ever seen she's awesome. in my life. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, like she's amazing, incredible. Anyways, shout out Melina Combat. Yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, we did a video on Alberta strip club rules. You guys should really check it out. We talk about rules at the club in general, like things you should do when you walk in a strip club, and also talked about the rules in the back room. So when we take you for a private dance, so you guys should definitely take a look. Oh, so we get the champagne rules. Oh yes. Ah! What happens in the champagne room? Only one way to find out. Get on Harley Blaze interviews. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, sorry. It's not on the interviews one. It's on which one? Harley Blaze. Just yeah. Harley Blaze. Yes. Ooh, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, Melina knows every single. There's like a list of rules like on a piece of paper. She's like, da, 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 da. she names them all one by one. I'm like, damn, I would not remember all those rules. But yeah, it's really cool. It's uh, it's a good video. Very educational. I feel like a lot of my content is very educational. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, here's one thing I want to ask. Um, a lot of the people believe that every time you, if you're a stripper, that it means that you have, uh, issues in your life. Like you got daddy issues and, uh, or like you've been raped or you've been forced. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what are your thoughts on that? See, so that's the assumption my mom made. So as soon as I told her I was a dancer first, she didn't talk to me for three months. And once she was able to talk to me again and get over, I told my dad, I'm like, uh, maybe two years after I started dancing, I was finally out in Alberta for the second time now touring because I'd fly back and forth from New Brunswick. Can you tell them what touring is? They don't understand. So touring is when you hop from a club to another. You basically go and do a bunch of clubs. You know, you do a rotation and you go on a tour, kind of like a singer would for Mm. concerts. You know, so you were touring and continue on. Yes, I was touring and I called my dad. Well, my dad called me and I answered and I was in Alberta and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I was honest with him. I'm like, you know what? I'm in Alberta. He's like, what? And then I told him all like, you know, I had a friend that came and started dancing. And I was like, can you tell mom? And he told my mom and then my mom, they're separated, but they still talk. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't talk to me for three months, but then mm-hmm. she got over it. And then uh, we had this conversation and she was like, so do you do this for yourself? 
So nobody's forcing you to do this. Are you happy? Nah, nah, nah. You know, all the little questions, mm-hmm. you know. And at the end of the day, yes, out east in big cities, there are pimps. It's a thing. Like, it's a real thing. So you got to be actually careful and do your research on where you decide to work. Uh, because, yeah, there are some clubs I've been approached by guys multiple times. And it's okay if you're not there for long. Like, I used to go on tour out in uh, Quebec and Ontario for like, you know, a week. And then I'd leave. Because if you're there for too long, eventually they'll kind of want to recruit you. I feel like, you know, not necessarily everywhere, but that's a possibility, you know, and I've got, I've been drugged before in one of the clubs and it was like my fourth day there. And I'm pretty sure I know exactly who it is. Mm -hmm. And that person was the friend of the owner and was buying me drinks every beginning of shift. And then I'd go about and do my thing, you know, Mm -hmm. but every beginning of the shift, I'd go and sit and chat with him a bit and stuff. And he's like, Oh, I'm just a regular here. And I'm pretty sure like he's the one who drugged me. So like things like that happen. So it's just to be cautious. What, what happened uh, that night when you were drugged? Like, did you get home safe? Like, where did you end up? Yeah, well, at that club, uh, it was actually like a lucky chance that I went there. You can leave after you're there for five hours, probably for reasons that girls can leave with customers after five hours. You know, if they meet mm. a customer, I don't really know. But anyway, I don't do that. But some clubs are just weird. And when you don't know, you don't know. Right. And uh, I'm not going to lie. One of the girls I was traveling with was kind of doing that shit a little bit. Mm. So like, you know, and then uh, <clears throat> so then, yeah, we just uh, I after that, I, I noticed I was there since like five, <laughs> about 5 p.m. Because they had like a buffet there. So I'd like to go early and then like eat the food, you know, because it was actually good food. Okay, don't get me wrong. Mm. It was really good food. So and free food when you're traveling. Why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the exactly. field, right. I get it every time. Yeah. So I was there. And uh, then that guy, that same customer, goes by the bar and we end up sitting at a table, buys me one drink. And I used to drink quite a bit at that time. So I don't get drunk off of two drinks. Like I do not, you know, like I used to drink quite a bit. So I had my one drink and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom and then I come back and he's like, oh, do you want another drink? And I was like, yeah, sure. So when I came, uh, so when I left, when I came back, the drink was already there and I was just halfway through the drink and I was just like feeling like something wavy. Was wrong. Yeah. Wavy is a perfect feeling. So I, I'm like, I'll be right back. I took the drink. I went to the bathroom and I literally put my hand on the counter and I was like, whoa. So I was like, okay, there's something wrong, but it was almost like 10, 10 or something. So I just needed to stay for an extra half hour and then I could leave because it was the fun. Sorry, the five hour cap. (laughs) So after the five hour cap, um, I just fucking left and I walked to the hotel because I was there on tour with two other of my girlfriends and they were working in Ottawa. So across the bridge, I was out in uh, Gatineau. I won't say the club. I know, I know Gatineau. I won't say the club, but I was out in Gatineau and my two other friends were there. And that's why I know it's this guy because I got too close with him and I was like, yeah, I'm here with my two girlfriends, but they're out in Ottawa. I'm just here by myself. Like, you know, and. We're at the hotel close by, blah, blah, blah. You know, I got too chatty with this person. Uh, but anyway, so I, I just at the, when it was time, I just left. I walked back to the hotel and I just went to bed. I text my friend. I was like, man, when you come back, like, just do your thing. Like, I'm already here. Like, I'm pretty sure I got drugged. You know, I'm going to sleep. And that was it. And then my friends still had a couple more days to work at their club. Like, technically, we were supposed to stay for another extra couple of days. Um, but I was just like, I'm good. Like I had friends in Ottawa. So I just ended up hanging out with my friends while my other friends were working. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm so glad you you got lucky. Enough yeah, I got so lucky. a lot of people don't get that lucky. Yes. That, uh, and it was really early. And when I walked, there was cops pulling people over on the side of the road. Like it was really like a busy road. So I was mm, really lucky. Yes. Because people don't understand. Like, I believe firmly I was drugged one time because like. If you're not a real drinker, which I used to be as well, like yeah. when people go, oh, I drink, I go, that's cute. You know what I mean? Like I would go through in the span of a two hours at the club between 24 and 30 drinks. Yeah. And like I used to drink a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, just as much. I'm like, people don't understand. I'm like, I go through a bottle a night. I used to. Yeah. And I so had my phase. when I went to, okay. I had a birthday show. And I came off the stage and I had three shots and I blacked out and I tell everybody I've never I don't remember any drinks after drink three. And if you're a real drinker, we kind of keep a count. We kind of. And the minute the count goes off, that's when you go, fuck, I got drunk at this number. And then you drink more. So (laughs) (laughs) you don't stop. It's just you, you stop when you get in trouble. But like. 
So what happened was I had drank those three shots and I do not remember a single drink conversation situation. All I remember is waking up and I'm in my bed. Yeah. And I go, I got drugged. And they're like, no, you did it, man. You were drinking all night. And I'm like, you guys don't understand. I yeah. don't even remember the night. I remember yeah. my performance on stage. I walked off stage. I went to the bar. Bang, bang, bang. And I don't even remember who I talked to. Was it one, two, three tequila? Wait, yeah. tequila, one, two, three floor? Uh, one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. <laughs> it's, it, well, it felt like that. And uh, like the the scary thought was one, uh, did I drink some other female's drink? And yes. two, yes. if somebody was purposely drugging me, why? Because uh, what was scary about that night, um, but also kind of like I felt good about it. Yeah. Uh, it was, remember, it was a birthday show and there's actually video footage of me passed out. I'm completely passed out on the couch Stop. and there's $2,000 sitting on my lap from the door money. What kind of freaky shit were you going to um, do? Well, they gave me the money from the door. And so I don't remember any of this, but I'm laying there like that. And it's just thousands of dollars on my lap. And they're like, look how blacked out Sterling is. And then people came and put the money in an envelope and put it away for me and yeah. gave it to me. But like that, that people don't think that it, it's dangerous that like you, they don't realize when that you've been drugged that yeah. you have no control, no, no memory. No. And it's you have no you cannot give consent because you don't even know what happened. Yeah. Like, I don't remember any like they had they had my friend there who had so much video footage of me. And it's just literally footage of me barely conscious, like, you know what I mean? I'm conscious, but I'm not conscious. And I'm like, guys, like, I'm not I don't get like this. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah. at my drunkest, I still walk out of this place. Like, look at this. And they're like, oh, Sterling, oh, Sterling. And I'm like, ah, I was so mad because, like, nobody believed me. But I definitely believe I've been drugged. And it's scary because of the fact that if if that's what happened to me and I have no recollection and I just wake up like that, it's like how many disgusting fucking creeps are out there doing this uh, to women like I don't I, if I was a woman I don't even I wouldn't even go out I wouldn't even want to drink yeah like I it's know. disgusting like yeah I uh one time I was on <laughs> a funny time I was on mushrooms with another female oh, comedian and the mushrooms kicked in hard and it was that like can a, be dangerous right too. so like I'm on mushrooms and I respect the bartender for this it made me laugh so hard like I wasn't even offended like <laughs> I went, she, she was a, we're comedians. Yeah. So she literally is like, holy fuck. I, they just called my name Sterling. I have to go on stage, order my drink for me. Stop. And I went to the bar and as I go, can I get a, that wave hit? And I went, <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> That's so you know, like when the wave hits yes, you and it yeah. feels like all that pressure. And then I'm like, yeah. can I get a double vodka crayon for the lady on the stage? And the bartender poured it. I paid for it. And then she took it back from me and said, I'll deliver it to her. Yeah, she didn't trust you. She I, was like, this guy's fucked up on something. Yes. And, and, and we, me and Kathleen laughed as asses off because I go, I respect that bartender. Good for her. They do that a lot now. Good for her because I was in Winnipeg at, yeah. at the time, too. So I'm like, good for her hilarious for me that I was that fucked yeah. up that she saw me order that drink goes nah yeah, you can't. So <laughs> you're not gonna give that to her yeah but um yo uh our time here is is just about done uh how did you feel about the weed that we just smoked I'm baked and I yeah. didn't even finish the whole joint so. oh my goodness you yeah. did not finish the whole joint no uh me I finished it uh but I'm definitely high I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it like a a solid eight out of 10 because it gets you, gets you there, man. Like you're not too fucked up, but yeah. you fucked up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I can't, like I'm going to put on an audio book 
and drive home. Like this is the kind of this is the kind of high you want to have when you having sex with somebody that you don't know but you want to know. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you know, like your your genitals get. Or does anybody else like when you get good weed, your genital, your erogenous zones, your erogenous zones get a little hot, like tingling. Yeah, yeah. do you get that? I have had. That. Ah, I have that sure. right now. I'm familiar <laughs> with that sensation. <laughs> Yo, let them know where they can find you on Instagram yeah. and your, your OnlyFans, all, all your shit. Let Everything. them know. Okay, guys. So I am on Pornhub, Harley Blaze. I don't have a lot of content. Probably won't be posting a lot of content again because it is free. We don't get paid. But I am on Pornhub. You can check it out. Harley Blaze uh, on Instagram, Harley.Blaze. Also, Harley Blaze interview. I have a channel. Um, I have an Instagram for my YouTube channel. And then my two YouTube channel, Harley Blaze and then Harley Blaze interview. My OnlyFans is HarleyBlaze333. My Twitter is HarleyBlaze2. My Medivids is HarleyBlaze. And honestly, I don't know. There's probably more shit, but you can check all of that on my website, HarleyBlaze.com or HarleyBlaze.ca. <laughs> and obviously, guys, if you're listening, you know who it is. It's Sterling Scott. You can find me. SterlingScottLive.com or jump on my social media at Sterling's Jokes. Yo, the return of the podcast, season two, episode one. It's been a blast. Good days, better nights. We out. <laughs>